0: Welcome to the Tex-Ags Marina White Report, an hour-long Aggie football show heard weekly on the CRM Sports Network in this station. I'm your host, Gabe Bach. The Aggies come in ranked 19th in the final college football playoff rankings. The Aggies are headed to Jacksonville, Florida, first Florida Bowl in 61 years. A&M will take on NC State in the Gator Bowl on New Year's Eve. 61 years ago, the 1957 Aggies fell to Tennessee 3-0 in the Gator Bowl in the final A&M game for Coach Paul Bear Bryant before going to before Mama called him to Alabama, and the final game of the collegiate career for that year's Heisman Trophy winner, John David Crow. NC State finished 9-3 in the middle of the pack in the ACC this year. The Wolf Pack feature a dynamic passing attack centered around quarterback Ryan Finley and an elite group of wide receivers, but... The Wolf Packet will be out without their best pass catcher. As junior Kelvin Harmon announced this week that he's entering the NFL draft, he'll skip the bowl game. That's a big blow for NC State and a shot in the arm for AM and their poorest pass defense. That's one more elite guy that they don't have to chase around for four quarters. Also, senior linebacker and team captain Jermaine Pratt will miss the game for NC State as well. He is focusing on the NFL draft, and he had been hobbled with some injuries late in the 2018 regular season. Coming up on the program, we'll dive into the matchup between the Ags and the Pack. We'll pick all of the SEC Bowl games in rapid-fire fashion. We're joined on the show by former A&M quarterbacks Jimmy Wright and Trevor Knight, former A&M defender Justin Dunning, and SEC Network analyst Cole Kubelik. All that and more coming your way next on the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network.
1: Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat
2: cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one.
1: Herpes and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection.
3: I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage.
1: Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed.
3: Where are you going to celebrate the giving season? Skiing on the slopes, basking on the beaches, or hunkering down at home by the tree? Well, wherever you are, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. Let me unwrap that deal again for you. That's half off every one of our holiday cards and calendars. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Whether you like a splash of festive greens or The Flash, Of luxurious foil, and you can create a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars with memorable pictures and a few key dates you never want to forget. Got a favorite picture? We have photo gifts for any budget, like custom canvases, mugs, and more. In fact, you can even upload a photo to Vistaprint directly from your phone. How simple is that? So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars, plus save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code holiday. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code holiday.
4: Hey, guys, good news. The expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And now get your first month supply for just $5 at 4 slash happy. Hems connects you with real doctors online who can prescribe the medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. So easy. To get your first order for just 5 bucks. you need to go to 4 slash happy. That's 4
5: slash happy. See website for full details. Not all services through the Hems platform are available in all 50 states.
2: All across Texas and beyond, people are buying from Tom Light Chevrolet. Why? because we constantly challenge ourselves to give you unrivaled savings. With the most competitive internet pricing available, there's no need to drive all over the map for the best closeout deals of the year. Tom Light Chevrolet has the largest selection of Silverados, Cruises, Corvettes, and Camaros in the Brazos Valley. You want more for your trade? Come in and get a free cash offer on your old car with no obligation to buy. Tom Light Chevrolet is your official auto trader trade-in marketplace dealership. Feel free to walk away with cash or you use it as a down payment on your new Chevy because we know that when you see these amazing closeout prices you'll never want to shop anywhere else that's why since 1972 all roads lead to Tom Light Chevrolet come and see our team at North Earl Rudder Freeway in Bryan or shop us online all the time at tomlight.com Chevy find new roads As a business
0: owner, your daily focus is on increasing sales, decreasing expenses, and maximizing profit. And while you may have insurance for your business, you may not know if the coverage is adequate or if you're paying too much. With Dexter & Company Insurance, they'd like to help you out. Since 1876, Dexter & Company has been serving the business, home, and auto insurance needs of Texans for a reason. They provide the most comprehensive insurance coverage at the best price. For a quote on your insurance, call 764-8444 or click DexterCompany.com and see what Dexter & Company can do for you. Welcome back. It is the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Gabe Bach with you and joined right now in studio by former Bryant-era quarterback and a man who 61 years ago played in his last collegiate game at Texas A&M and he played in the Gator Bowl. And A&M will make the first trip ever back to Jacksonville for a bowl game and, the, and back to the state of Florida since Jimmy Wright was a senior, the chief of police, Jimmy Wright, longtime coach in the SEC, offense coordinator in Mississippi State, Tennessee. A&M lost to Tennessee 3-0 that year in 1957. Jimmy Wright with us right now. Jimmy. Okay. I was
6: actually in a uniform after <laughs> Coach Bryant gave me a scolding <laughs> back there uh, a year ago. But I was actually there and uh, prepared for it. And the uh, biggest thing that, I, that I'm going to tell you a little story about the Gator Bowl after the game – after the game is played.
0: Okay. But Is this your best Gator Bowl story?
6: This this is this is the last thing that Coach Bryant did that uh, uh, I thought was a little bit odd. This was a 3 nothing loss to Tennessee. Do you
0: remember a, it like it was yesterday? Too? Oh, heck
6: yeah. It was just like it was yesterday. You got palm trees over there, at the and, old Gator Stadium. And uh, we had a great time. We had a new offense. And he called the quarterbacks in. It was uh, Roddy Osborne who was starting. And I'd been demoted, just like Jalen Hurts had been demoted. And it was, but I didn't get demoted for play. It was because I uh, made him mad and didn't punt whenever he told me to punt. Oh, it was play. It was just a different kind of play. It was uh, it was in playing, but it was different. And I found out who the boss was too, Gabe. Right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and. and- it, when I start talking stories about Coach Bryant, I really liked the guy. I really liked a and I really liked the team. I liked the school. And I wasn't transferring or, or leaving. Mm-hmm. And anyway, we had a great time. He called in Milstead, who was a, a sophomore. I was a senior, Roddy senior. And he put in a new offense. An unbelievable offense that we'll get into when you got more time. <laughs> Which I – I don't know why he'd put in a, you at that point – Wait a minute, I'm telling you the truth. Put in a brand new offense. He put in a brand new
0: offense, it, you scored zero points. But, that's
6: what I'm talking about. But
0: my question is, at that point, you knew he was leaving. Oh, we like, knew he was he leaving. was already public at that point, it right? He called
6: us in Why would days. he put a new
0: offense in for one game knowing he was leaving?
6: You tell me. <laughs> it's the same thing that he said in the Rice game. Jimmy, I'm not going to start you. I'm going to start Don Watson, who's never played quarterback, and we're going to keep – the Rice team on the bench, because they got King Hill and Frank Ryan, and we're going to make first downs, and then we're just going to keep the ball 39, 45 minutes, and we'll never have to worry. And I said, you're going to do what? <laughs> and so he started Don Watson, who never played quarterback. Right. And
0: we never made a first down until the fourth quarter. <laughs> and that's when he puts you in. You yep. went Jalen Hurts on those Rice downs back in 56, yeah. right? But 56?
6: now, But now – the LSU AM game is taking over what was played sixty-three years ago. They're yeah. number one.
0: All right, so Gator Ball and facing NC State. What do you think about that draw, Jimmy? Have you uh, gotten I, a chance to look at NC State much? Oh
6: yeah. I, I watched a little bit of, of North Carolina State and the quarterback Finley, who's got the same name as our new tight end coach, yep. Finley. Yep. All right. I watched a little bit of it. Clemson won 41-7. It wasn't a very good game for North Carolina State. Okay, so I didn't really watch the receivers. They, they've got a good running back. I believe his name is Gillespie. Uh, J- J- what Reggie Gillespie? Yeah, Reggie Gillespie. or S P Y at the mm-hmm, end. Mm-hmm. Gillespie. And he, I think he's rushed for over a thousand yards, like a twenty eight. And I think he scored 18 TDs.
0: He's really good in that red zone, the low red, and they give it to him. Uh, 18 touchdowns, yeah. They,
6: they're they going to throw the football. Now, he had over 214 uh, carries for the season. That's about 17 a game, Gabe. So, they're going to run him. Yeah, He's going to be their featured back.
0: But they hang their hat throwing but they the they
6: hang the hat on Finley, the quarterback, who's six four and he's passed for 3987 yards, 24 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Now, here's where we're going to have an edge. Net yardage 25 in 12 game. That sounds like one of the quarterbacks that quit at A&M back in 1950 something. My last name was Patrick who couldn't run the league. <laughs> and and uh, I I'm not sure how how he could uh I'm not sure if he can run or not because Joe Burrow did not try to run in 11 other games that much, but he looked awful good against us. Right, Gabe?
0: Yeah, but I do
6: not see Ryan Finley. Uh, he's very statuesque. <clears throat> I don't see him now, he's as a guy that can a, he run. He is a him. definite uh, backup passer, pro-type passer, in-the-pocket passer. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's going to – I don't want to say this out. I, I, I'm sure if we put pressure on him – and he comes out, I'm sure he can run a 5-flat-40 for sure. But I know he's 6'4", and he's got a great arm, and he's done really he, – their, their stats are out of the world on passing here now with yeah. receivers.
0: Well, now you've got – their best receiver's not going to play in That's right. Game. Harmon's gone. Right. He said,
6: goodbye, uh, I'm going to go to the NFL and get ready. And
0: that's but, huge. That's kind of like their Debo Samuel. That's their A.J. Brown. This guy's built like A.J. Brown. Now he's you big. know
6: that I don't like things like that. I understand that. I mean, I really don't. I'm just As trying to a get coach it. or player or fan. Uh I mean but anyway he's You don't gone. like what? What don't you like? A guy not playing the bowl oh, game. Oh yeah, sure.
0: Absolutely. A guy not yeah.
6: playing the bowl game. It'd be just like if Millie and I are married fifty seven years and I say, I'm not gonna show up for Christmas.
0: <laughs> I mean, she'd
6: kick me out of the house,
0: you know. Right? <laughs> that's it you're going to church on your
6: own that's it see and so all i'm saying is, is that that we lost one of their better receivers but the other guy the other receiver what is it uh, jacob uh myers mm-hmm. he's got Jacoby 80, myers he's got 89 receptions what uh, four tds and over a thousand yards right. in, in receiving i think he's top five in the country in catching he is up there now yeah. now they got another one now, that's the one you got to watch is that when you say we got another one is M-Key M-Z. M Z. Mecca M-E-Z. Um, is try that it. how you it? Thank yep. you. Yes. Appreciate that, mm-hmm. Gabe. And he's got 40, I think 47 receptions or 45 for 580 yards now and four TDs. Well, this reminds
0: me a little bit of playing an Ole Miss team. That's and it. And they go about it differently. But you remember when you had A.J. Brown and you had DeMarcus Lodge, but they also had D.K. Metcalf and then he went out. So that's just one less – Superstar on the outside that that could potentially attack a And M's biggest weakness. Now you take their best guy Harmon off of there, and that gives them one fewer one less. superstar player. One and, list, and if Thayer Thomas is all right, CJ Riley's not bad. Stephen Lewis isn't bad, but they're not Kelvin Harmon. That's so correct. That, that gives you an advantage, just like
6: they're not Mike Evans for the fans here. Yeah, that's just what like when it you face to. Ole
0: Miss and suddenly they were without. Their second best receiver. Yes, that hurt them yeah. because they were so explosive
6: and deadly whenever they had all those guys humming. And you know, if that kid had only been there, I, what was he? He's a junior. Yeah, Harmon's so, a junior. He's so, so now, good. Now you he know that Finley out. is a transfer from Boise State, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so he. But he wasn't a graduate transfer. He transferred after uh, maybe a year or semester, or whatever there, and yeah. he's played three years varsity or, or or regular. You know, yeah, on on the. Uh, Number one team for three years, and Fisher has played against him for two years. Exactly. So he knows what Elko coming. played against and him. So one has year. Elko one year. Said, yeah, yeah, one year. And so they know what the kid can do. Yeah. And, and it's not like you're going to say, "Man, I didn't know that kid was that good," because they know about him. And now let me just say this: Whenever you start saying what the team totals is, all right, their team totals they give up 380 yards. Uh, team total on de- on defense. That's 271 passing and 109 rushing. We give up 400-something, and, and it's like uh, 327 passing and 144 uh, rushing for 421 or something like that. you
0: talk right. about what we do offensively. Yeah. We, but, we have a 471, 16th in the country on yes. the All no, right, but No, no, I'm, I'm getting sorry. At, I'm sorry. You're right, Jimmy. See, what I'm getting at. We're 20th in the country, 465 a game. All
6: right, and what I'm getting at is we're fifth in the SEC in offense, fifth in the SEC in defense on just the SEC West now. Okay, but let me show you something, fans out there. Let's take a look at their schedule. All right. We have, we've got, y'all, everybody knows our schedule here as far as the Indian fan. Mm-hmm. We have got seven SEC teams in a bowl game, and we've got two in our non-conference in Clemson 13 and 0 UAB 10 and 3 playing in bowling. so we got nine we'll have
0: more with Jimmy right next on the Texas ags Maroon and White report on the CRM Sports Network Back Gabe Bach and the Chief of Police, Jimmy Wright, who played in the Gator Bowl in 1957, the only other time am has been to the Gator Bowl. This will be the Aggies' third trip to a Florida Bowl. They lost to LSU in the 1944 Sugar Bowl and then lost to Tennessee in the 1957 Gator Bowl. Let's look more on this game on New Year's Eve. The Aggies in
6: NC State with Jimmy Wright. Our defense, I think, will make them one-dimensional. Yeah. And then I think we're, uh, Kellen Mond will have – uh, the edge is that he's more mobile than Finley. Now, and Kellen Mon has done a good job. He's thrown for pa- around two thousand nine hundred and I think eighty six or something. He's eight hundred and twenty two yards behind Finley total yardage, okay. and he's much better runner though. Uh, that's the key. He's thrown twenty three touchdown passes, only eight interceptions in twelve games. All Very right. similar to
0: Finley in that department.
6: That close as heck, and in the rushing department now, we got Travon Williams with over 1,500 yards. See, so if we can make them one dimension and we stay running and passing the ball, and if Kellen Mon will use his legs, and whenever there's an opening to run, I mean take off like Jalen Hurts did. Yep. I mean take off and make 10, 12, 15 yards. Because it's going to be there. It's going to be there. It's going to be there. <laughs> and, and and also, you got to remember now, that on this schedule, if you took their 12 and our 12, we've played tougher teams. So to me, it gets down to the four of the the five T's that a head coach has to have, talent, then teaching, toughness, trust. Trust in his players that we're going to be mentally ready and not just think that we're going to go out there, roll our headgears out there, and they're going to win. It happened to us in 57, the last three games. We we're number one team in the nation. Whether I played or didn't play, we were favored to win, and we didn't. See? A big part of that is you didn't play, but a big part of that
0: too is that's a different situation because you guys knew Bryant was leaving. We knew
6: Coach Bryant was leaving. but These still, guys have the trust wait, of that new guy. Jim wait Bo- a minute now. We knew Coach Bryant was leaving. All right. What if your president left? You're still coming up here to work, Gabe. Right. You're gonna be a you're accountable and you got responsibility. <clears throat> we just kinda faded as a team and lost seven six nine seven three nothing. We didn't even average a touchdown the last four games counting Arkansas. Lost see? three
0: games by six points.
6: That's it, see. And Conrad goes off into the da- – the, excuse the language – goes into the pros <laughs> and plays the Detroit line to kick five field goals. If we'd have kicked five in those three games, we'd have been national champions. See? Yeah. And, but that's what if. That's the same thing that Barry Switzer said. What if this, what if that, what if. You know, and, and that's the toughest thing. And, and I think this is a good matchup. I really like it. And I want you all to know that I'm taking my family over there. I'm taking my twin boys. You're going to the Scott, game, uh, You better oh, believe yeah. it. Scott Wright, who works with AM for 15 years. Eric is head coach at North Central uh, College in Gainesville. Baseball coach. D- baseball coach. Daniel Miner is the athletic director, football coach at Gauze. My 13-year-old son, uh, grandson, T.J., I'm pushing him to come to A&M, and Jimmy Wright, and we're going to have Brandon Gaines. We're going to have Bill Hausman probably, and his wife. We're going to have Gary Hine and four people, Uh, and we're and hopefully Carl Luna and his family and and all of his family can come. We're going to have us a great time at the Omni Hotel Resort. Man, you've got it set up. I mean, we're set up to go back and celebrate (laughs) 61 years later a win in the Gator Bowl, which we didn't get, and I know Fisher's going to get it.
0: Big thanks to Jimmy Wright. We'll take a timeout. Trevor Knight and Justin Dunning, two guys who wore the same jersey number the same year in 2016, one offense, one defense quarterback, Trevor Knight, and defender Justin Dunning. I say defender. He was a safety, linebacker, and edge rusher in his Texas A&M career. We'll get into this bowl matchup and more with Trevor Knight and Justin Dunning next on the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report, CRM
1: Sports Network. Gold Bond salutes all you fixers out there. Fixers of wobbly chairs, squeaky stairs, and drippy faucets. Folks who can fix just about anything except dry, cracked hands. Whoa, that's bad man say hello to gold Bond crack skin cream more than a lotion it precisely fills soothes and protects rough cracked fingers and knuckles 91 percent said cracked skin felt smoother in one day yep feeling good gold Bond crack skin cream find it at first aid at walgreens
0: when i have a cold
7: sore i want something that works
1: purpose and l penetrates deep to treat your cold sore and it's enriched with lysine vitamins and lemon balm for soothing relief but even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Uses directed.
3: Where are you going to celebrate the giving season? Skiing on the slopes, basking on the beaches, or hunkering down at home by the tree. Well, wherever you are, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. Let me unwrap that deal again for you. That's half off every one of our holiday cards and calendars. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from, whether you like a splash of festive greens or the flash of luxurious foil. And you can create a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars with memorable pictures and a few key dates you never want to forget. Got a favorite picture? We have photo gifts for any budget, like custom canvases, mugs, and more. In fact, you can even upload a photo to Vistaprint directly from your phone. How simple is that? So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY.
0: Hi, Gabe Bach here from TechSags Radio. And if you're not currently a premium or varsity level subscriber to TexAgs.com, what are you waiting for? TechSags.com is the inside source for all things Aggie sports, the leaders in breaking news coverage, in depth analysis, recruiting scoop, and more. Whether it's exclusive long form interviews with Aggie players and coaches or inside on the next big recruit on his way to Aggieland, nobody covers AM like TechSags. Jump on board now and don't miss out on the very best in AM sports coverage. It's TexAgs.com welcome back to the texags maroon and white report on the crm sports network gabe bach with you and joined in studio right now by former a&m quarterback trevor knight former a defender justin dunning who's been your favorite player who's been your favorite player to watch throughout the 2018 season so if we did a hot list you can give me your top three, just these are my favorite guys. These have been my favorite Aggies to watch throughout the course of the twenty eighteen season for whatever reason. Be that the story that they were, perseverance and coming back, or be that just man, they're dang good football players, and I love watching them play. Give me your one, two, three real quick, JD. On the so the I slide.
7: think go one. I'm gonna go big hamburger mech. I mean, Dalen yeah, Mack. He's my number one. We talked about him every single week. I mean, he's just a phenomenal guy, phenomenal player. Those are people those people who know him personally. It's kind of like, you know, I might be biased towards the guy a little bit, but I feel like every time Dalen Mack makes a play in the backfield, I'm in the stands hype. Like, this is the guy I get most excited for on, on the sidelines. This is the guy I get most excited for in the stands. He has to be my number one. Number two, I'm going to go Travion Williams. I've been really satisfied to watch watching Travion this year. He's running a lot more physical than he was last year. He's stepping up in bigger games. He's become a much better leader for guys. And, I mean, the guys, really look up to him, they believe in him. And he's, he's produced for us all year long. And then number three, I got Courtney Davis. Talking yeah. about the storyline of Ooh. Courtney.
0: <clears throat> that might be the best story of the year. Yeah, him individual. coming
7: back onto the field, man, and coming back from injury and finally persevering. and That's what I stand for, man. I really appreciate watching Courtney. Amen. Trevor. I'm going to start with Jay Sternberger, a newcomer, <laughs> guy that has just
8: absolutely torn it up this entire year. And a guy I didn't know, guy I didn't play with, none of those things, mm-hmm. um, but he's he's become a household name in Aggie households and, and even around the country um, because he's just been fun to watch. Um, oh, yeah. You know he's always catching catching big time plays, and um, he's always you know in there in the blocking scheme, and he's he's got a good personality too. I think he fits onto this team and into this culture really really well. So that's number one.
0: <coughs> yeah, number you can't d- come in late with nobody knowing you, and two months later you're living with Kellen Mond. Right. Yeah.
7: Right. It's, now,
8: it's a pretty cool story. But second is Kellen Mond. Um, just kind of biased, but from a quarterback standpoint, I've followed Kellen, and I actually worked with him back when he was in. Uh, middle school or early high school, and have watched his career kind (laughs) of unfold. I've loved seeing, yes, his progress as a player this year, but even more so I've loved seeing him develop into the leader that he wants to be. He's going to continue to grow in that that area, but it's been really fun to watch him take over this team this year. And finally, the last one is Kingsley Kiki. And uh, (laughs) the reason I say him is that's a guy that I played with, and I saw him go, especially under this system, from a really good player to a great player. He was all over the field this year. Um, he, he was a, a difference maker on that defensive line that's one of the best that we've ever seen. And I'm uh, just really excited and proud of, of the way that he played and, and his success this year. Six nine 3 i will quick check the Commerce National Bank text line since
0: I'm handling social center duty this morning, boys. <laughs> Offense, Sandy Nye says, got to be Eric McCoy. Watching him analyze and adjust. And then when the play is over, finding him 30 yards downfield in the middle of the play. Amazing effort. The quiet giant. And then defensively, Tyrell Dotson, the mastermind of getting everyone in place and setting up others to make big plays. Definition of a team player times 100. We got an unnamed text here said, Kendrick Rogers, Rogers simply for the Spider-Man catches and big moments. Then Luke and Little Rock. Uh, my favorite player this year is a tie between Mac and Kiki. I love the redemption story. Mac was a beast all year. A Bama was raving about him all season long as someone who swallows up interior linemen. Kiki won a... For his unselfish play and filling a void that no one else could, I don't think Clemens could touch what Kiki did. The bowl outlook. What do you think about, A, the Gator being in a Florida Bowl, and and then, and then B, getting NC State? And what do you know about him? You guys looked at him much yet?
7: J.D.? I have not. I mean, really excited about the Florida Bowl, for example, yeah. uh, the, the Gator Bowl. A lot of people weren't really high on it. I was seeing it on social media. They're like, oh, man, we still have a crappy bowl game. I would That's mu- not a crappy ball. Game. I would much rather go to Florida than where we were last year, North Carolina Logan's last year. has been
0: around every year since the 40s. That's a good yeah. ball. Yeah, mm-hmm.
7: I mean, really big game for us, I think. I think it's going to be a good opportunity for us to finish strong, you know, playing against that opponent. And uh, I know they're missing a couple of their top players on their team, obviously, but we're going to go in there, we're going to compete, man. It's going to be a really big challenge for us.
8: Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's uh, the reason it's a letdown is because everybody thought we were going to go to the the Outback Bowl and play a Michigan State or, or something like that. And, right. But this is this is a great bowl, and it's an opportunity for us to do something that we haven't done around here in since 2012, and that's win at least nine games. So um, I'm with you, J.D. I think we're going to go in there. We're going to compete, and it's going to be a, a fun matchup. I haven't looked much yet at North Carolina State and kind of what they're personnel is and how we match up against them but based on the way we played against lsu and kind of the the aroma that we have going on around here i i don't care who's on that side of the bowl we're going to go and compete and hopefully get
7: that ninth win yeah Yeah. we have to get back on that bowl streak man (sighs) that aroma
0: it does smell good The aroma, you know a key element to this too and you know we could we need to talk about this i think is the play-no-play no play in a bowl game. And in the oh. college football playoff era, let's face it, bowl games have now become even more of an exhibition than they were before because the playoff is the is the stuff. Right. And now you're in that era where if it's still fun, it's great, it's a treat, it's a reward, it's great, But and it, it does matter. And it matters a lot for perception, nine wins versus eight, the way you close the year. I mean, this is a big game. But – you know, a lot of players now see this as that's hey, exhibition. The season's over. We didn't get the playoff. I'm going to now move forward. Mm-hmm. And you can't disparage them for it necessarily. Uh, their best potentially – well, definitely their best pro, pro- prospect offensively, eh, eh, their wide receiver, Kelvin Harmon, and their best pro prospect defensively and team captain, a senior. Now Kelvin Harmon's a junior. Announced he's going early and not playing in this bowl game for NC State. And a senior and team captain, Jermaine Pratt, linebacker, over 100 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, won't play in the game. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about it? That's a big element in favor of a It takes off some of what they do best. Their best players on, on their biggest strengths, offensively and defensively, are now not playing in this game. Where you've got the likes of Miles Garrett, number one pick, deciding to play a couple of years back, and a tone that set. Now Christian decided to play, mm-hmm. and I haven't heard of any A and M players deciding not to play. We'll see what they say. But what do you guys think, just overall, the philosophically about this whole play, no play in a bowl game?
7: I think it's a, it's a newer trend, obviously. I think it's kind of started with Jalen Smith when he was at Notre Dame. Yes, projected to be a first rounder, gets hurt in the bowl game. Now he's out for two years because of an injury and lost a lot of money because of that. And I think you know I'm. This might surprise a lot of people, but I'm not that that, that opposed to it. I remember you know, when I was a freshman here, and um, there's so many different reasons that people sit out. So Trey Carson, for example, me and him were pretty close when I was a freshman here. He had a broken foot, and he was going to get surgery right after the season, missed the bowl game. That way he could be back for pro day and things like that. And so, I mean, he, he ended up working it out where he could recover, recover sooner than he thought, and so he ended up coming back to play in the bowl game. But there's a lot of different reasons that people sit out. You know, Christian Kirk, you saw him come back last year. And then he kind of had the the scary moment in the bowl game where people thought he got hurt. And in my mind, I was thinking, I was like, man, you know, if I was you I wouldn't even be playing right now because it's like you got money on the line.
0: And he came back anyway. After like, came back. Moment almost. Yeah, but, man. Yeah. I mean,
7: guys are thinking he's about to go to the locker room. People are standing up on their toes. It's like, man, what's wrong with Christian Kirk? And so, it's a scary situation when you put yourself on the line like that and you can't lose some money. But I mean, if you're if you're signed up for the long haul, you need to be in it for the long haul. And so. I mean, I understand guys leaving early and, and want to take that time to get prepared for the draft and whatnot, but you know, better finish, finish the mission. What do you think, Trev? I'm completely against it, and I'm,
8: I respect everything you just said, JD. But I I hate it. I think it's from a culture standpoint, it's the worst thing that's happening to college football.
0: Thank you, Trevor and JD. We'll take a break. We'll go in the trenches with SEC Network analyst Cole Kublik next on the Texas ags Maroon White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Max Ags, and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Gabe Bach with you, and let's go out to the phone line right now and check in with SEC Network analyst Cole Kubelik. Always good talking with you, Cole. Uh, some news and notes from the state of Alabama, I think, is where we should go with this one. We'll start with Jarrett Stidham from your alma mater of Turning pro, no surprise there, and it looks like he will play in the bowl game. Is that correct?
5: I don't have 100% confirmation on that yet. Um, okay. um, I know some guys that are reporting that do. But I don't know if that's 100% legitimate just yet. I think that he's leaning towards playing in the bowl, but I think there are a few things that he wants to see what's going to happen and how they're going to play out before he actually makes that final call.
0: How would you kind of sum up his two year career at Auburn?
5: Did a lot of good things. Did a lot of good things. And for me personally, if I'm referencing it from Jared's perspective, I would sum it up as a little bit unfortunate. Because I think the potential for him to do a lot more in that scheme, in that system, was there. And I think the opportunity for him to flourish with what he had around him was there. And it just wasn't taken advantage of. That was an offense this year. And you can go back and pull the audio when I sat down with you in August and we talked about it. Or July at SEC Media Days. It was going to have to be an offense that survived and thrived on the quick passing game. And they decided not to do that and they wanted to be extremely hard-headed and still try to be a run-first offense behind an offensive line that couldn't get it done. And you saw a couple receivers emerge. You had some talented receivers there that you didn't utilize that left, like a Nate Craig Myers. Some guys who were underutilized, like a Sal canella at a hybrid tight end wide receiver position. And it, it could have been an offense that could have worked, in my opinion. And they decided not to go that direction. So, obviously, with a with a legitimate run game the year before, and carry on Johnson and a, a, an offensive line that was loaded with experience and talent, they were able to do that. Um, but they weren't able to do it this year, and they didn't morph to Jared's strength and allow him to flourish and be a guy that could have helped them. And that was frustrating to see because I, I think the potential was there. So all in all, I think he did a lot of good things. But, man, I think it will go down as, as one of those moves that leaves a lot of what could have been behind Yeah. now that he's finished.
0: Cole Kubelik with us here on the hotline. Now, it looked like the timing was perfect, and the tea leaves were reading Kelly Bryant to Auburn And the day of the decision, Jarrett Stidham. I don't know if that was timed or not you know, intentionally, but it looked like Kelly Bryant was going to choose Auburn just from what I was looking at. Now, they finished runner-up. He picked Missouri yesterday. Were you surprised by that, Cole?
5: I wasn't. I think when you lay it all out and you look at it, Missouri was a really good choice. Now I have spoken to Derek. Du- I have spoken to Drew Locke about what Derek Dooley meant to him this year, and how much he helped him grow as a football player, and what he did for him as far as learning the game conceptually. And I think that if Drew Locke was able to have that conversation with Kelly Bryant, that probably went a long way. You got three starters back on the offensive line. You got over two thousand rushing yards returning, over two thousand receiving yards returning. Uh, If Albert O comes back, that's a big physical tight end target that's going to be probably a first-round NFL draft pick that's going to return. And I think the system's in place for him to find a way to be successful and maybe one that will help him grow a little more as a passer as opposed to one that was just going to rely upon him as a runner. And by the way, have you seen the schedule? I mean, Missouri draws from the West, Arkansas and Ole Miss. Their non-conference is, I think, Troy, uh, West Virginia, Southeast Missouri – and Wyoming so West Virginia is a good football team but they lose a lot this year so yeah. they're not going to be the same team that they were in 2018 and 2019 so the schedule actually lines up for Missouri to have a pretty good season I mean and when you put together what's back on offense three starting offensive linemen returning uh you're solid at tailback you're good at receiver you're really good at tight end obviously they'll need some help defensively they lose Terry Beckner and Therese Hall, but. All of a sudden, I think Missouri could could easily enter the season as the number three team in the SEC East and and have a chance to even go past that.
0: Yeah, I think they host Florida as well. Hey, where does Auburn turn from here? A, and I'm just thinking about this out loud, do they call Jalen Hurts? And B, does he listen?
5: Oh, they would love Jalen Hurts. And I think there are some people inside the Auburn facility that believe they can get Jalen Hurts. I personally do not believe that. Uh, I think when you look at the kind of character that Jalen Hurts has shown, he knows that that would – that would be turning his back on a place that did a lot of things for him. It would turn a lot of people off to him. He's done a lot for his brand. He's done a lot for, for who he is and his reputation. And I think he would scorn that a little bit, and he doesn't want to do that. Why, why would he damage that based on what he's done? Right. Would it be a pretty good fit? Maybe. Um, I still don't think the offensive line is going to be very good, and I still don't think they have a go-to tailback. But I think he could go in with those with that group of receivers and how he's, how he's grown as a passer and utilize some of the quarterback runs and really show that he could be a guy that can produce. Um, I, I don't think it's a realistic option for him. I think maybe at one point there was a possibility, but I think that door has closed from the Hertz camp.
0: Cole Kublick with us from the SEC Network on the Mac Resource Computers Hotline. How about how about Tua? A, his status entering the college football playoff. From what you know, do you feel like with the surgery it's going to heal in time? To play, yes, but to be 100%, I think that's the question. And do you feel like Tua did, did lose the Heisman late? Do you think it's going to go to Murray, gut feeling?
5: I, I do think it goes to Kyler Murray um i think he's i think he's done more throughout the course of the season consistently and i think he means more to his football team and we saw some of that saturday night that may be the part that hurts to a, a low the most is that the offense actually looked better when he came out of the game would have been, would would have been that way the entire year probably not but you look at what kyler murray's done if you take him off that team i don't think a lot of people believe that they're able to put up the same numbers yeah. even though baker did it a year ago and then also look at it as Oklahoma's got to have that. I mean, they, they've got to have those kind of points to be able to go out and win football games. But Alabama does not. Alabama's got the best defensive player in college football lined up on the other side. So uh, I think Kyler Murray won it uh, just as much as Tua lost it with what he did against Texas the second time around. And, uh, you know, I think Tua will be fine. That's an, They have an ankle scope procedure that they do for high ankle sprains now, and and it's one that usually goes well. Cam Robinson had it. Jalen Hurts had it. And, and it's been pretty effective for how they do it. They do it over at Andrews, and they do a good job with it. All
0: right. To localize it for a minute, call before we head out of here, got a couple rapid-fire ones for you. But A&M-NC State, Gator Bowl, it's a fun little matchup, I think. What do you make of the matchup, and what do you think? Vegas comes in about five, five-and-a-half in favor of the Aggies right now.
5: I like A&M because mainly because of the front seven and what Travion's done um and what Jimbo's done with the offense and obviously just a really talented group of receivers and I don't think NC State matches up on the back end very well but we've talked about this before NC State's got a group of big physical receivers and a quarterback that understands quick ball distribution so what better way to offset an elite front seven than with a lot of quick throws attacking the perimeter and being able to force you to run and get you tired and then maybe try to go at you late in the game. And I'll say this, Dwayne Ledford, their offensive line coach, does an amazing job with their group. Garrett Bradbury, maybe the best center in college football this year. Watching him against Daylon Mack and Kingsley Kiki and those guys is going to be a fun matchup to watch. The NC State offensive line against the A&M defensive line is going to be one of the better bowl matchups individually that we get to see. But I think A&M may be too explosive on offense, and if they don't make mistakes, I would like the Aggies in that
0: matchup. College football playoff, are we headed toward Bams- Bama-Clemson version four? Probably. Big thanks to Cole Kublick. When we come back, we'll run down the schedule of the SEC bowl games and the college football playoff in rapid-fire fashion, a couple of keys to A&M and NC State, and a score prediction. You're listening to the Tex-Aggs Marina White Report on the CRM Sports Network.
2: All across Texas and beyond, people are buying from Tom Light Chevrolet. Why? Because we constantly challenge ourselves to give you unrivaled savings. With the most competitive internet pricing available, there's no need to drive all over the map for the best closeout deals of the year. Tom Light Chevrolet has the largest selection of Silverado's, Cruises, Corvettes, and Camaros in the Brazos Valley. You want more for your trade? Come in and get a free cash offer on your old car with no obligation to buy. Tom Light Chevrolet is your official Auto Trader trade-in marketplace dealership. Feel free to walk away with cash or use it as a down payment on your new Chevy. Because we know that when you see these amazing closeout prices, you'll never want to shop anywhere else. That's why since 1972, all roads lead to Tom Light Chevrolet. Come and see our team at North Earl Rudder Freeway in Bryan or shop us online all the time at tomlight.com. Chevy, find new roads. Gold Bond salutes all you fixers out there.
1: Fixers of wobbly chairs, squeaky stairs, and drippy faucets. Folks who can fix just about anything, except dry cracked hands. Whoa, that's bad. Man. Say hello to Gold Bond Crack Skin Cream. More than a lotion, it precisely fills, soothes, and protects rough cracked fingers and knuckles. 91% said cracked skin felt smoother in one day. Yep, feeling good. Gold Bond Cracked Skin Cream. Find it in first aid at CVS. Hey guys, good news. The expensive little blue pill is
4: now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And now get your first month supply for just $5 at 4 happy. HIMS connects you with real doctors online who can prescribe the medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. So easy. To get your first order for just five bucks, you need to go to 4 happy. That's 4 happy.
5: See website for full details. Not all services through the HIMS platform are available in all 50 states.
3: Where are you going to celebrate the giving season? Skiing on the slopes, basking on the beaches, or hunkering down at home by the tree? Well, wherever you are, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. Let me unwrap that deal again for you. That's half off every one of our holiday cards and calendars. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Whether you like a splash of festive greens or The Flash, Of luxurious foil, and you can create a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars with memorable pictures and a few key dates you never want to forget. Got a favorite picture? We have photo gifts for any budget, like custom canvases, mugs, and more. In fact, you can even upload a photo to Vistaprint directly from your phone. How simple is that? So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars, plus save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code holiday. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code holiday.
0: Welcome back. Final segment of the Texas Aggs Marina White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Let's run down very quickly the SEC schedule, the point spreads, and a very quick pick here. Well, there's so many of them. We won't spend a ton of time with it down the home stretch of the program here Texas Aggs Marina White Report, CRM Sports Network. We'll also look at the college football playoff uh, games. But this is what you got to look ahead. And these are how the lines open. So by now, however, you're listening to this, they may have moved a little bit early, early in the process. The Texas Bowl. It's Vanderbilt at six and six, Baylor at six and six. December the twenty seventh, eight o'clock, NRG Stadium in Houston on ESPN. Vandy's favored by four. I think Baylor wins this game. Uh, I just I, I like their offense, I like their quarterback, He's an accurate passer. I think Baylor wins the game. I'll go Baylor in the points there. Uh, M- Music City Bowl. So it's. 01 in favor of who I'm picking to win these games an SEC team or the opposition. We'll see where we are at the very end of this. Music City Bowl Auburn at 7 and 5. You got Purdue at 6 and 6, December the 28th, 12:30 p.m. Nissan Stadium in Nashville. ESPN Auburn favored by 4. Jarrett Stidham, I think he plays in this game. At the time we're recording this, it's unsure. There have been reports that he will, but he is going pro early. In his last game, I think he connects, and I think they win the game and cover the four points. Belt Bowl, South Carolina, 7-5 and five against Virginia. Wahoo wah, 7-5. December the 29th, 11 a.m., Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte on ABC. South Carolina, it's the third straight game we're talking about here where the SEC team is favored by four points. South Carolina covers it. Jake Bentley's going off right now. Now, Debo Samuel won't play in this game, so something to keep in mind, but I like South Carolina and their talent over Virginia, even though Virginia, for them, has had a really nice year. Liberty Bowl, number 23 Missouri at 8-4 and four against Okie State at 6-6. Six and six. That's December the 31st, uh, New Year's Eve, 245, Liberty Bowl Stadium in Memphis, ESPN, and Mizzou favored by 8 points. I'm going to go OSU in the points here, but Drew Locke is going to play, at least last we checked, and he said he was. Going to play. I think Missouri wins the game, wins it by a field goal. That's going to be a pretty intriguing matchup. Pretty intriguing matchup of explosive offensive teams. Missouri's got just enough defense, I think, to win the game by a field goal. But Oakey State in the points. Gator Bowl, 19th ranked A, and see I was splitting these here. We're starting with those non-Florida, non-New Year Six Bowls. Now let's look at the Florida Bowls. Uh, in order chronologically. Uh, 19th-ranked Texas A&M at 8-4 against NC State, 9-3. December the 31st at 6.30 p.m. TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville, ESPN. A&M favored by five points. I'm going to come back and give my score in just a minute. I do think the Aggies cover the spread, and I'll tell you why here in just a minute after we run down this schedule. Outback Bowl, 18th-ranked Mississippi State at 8-4. Iowa 8-4, January the 1st. 11 a.m., <clears throat> Raymond James Stadium in Tampa on ESPN2, Mississippi State. Look, all these a- all these SEC teams to this point have been favored. Mississippi State favored by six, and I think they cover that spread. More team speed, great defense against a one-dimensional offense and not a very good offense at Iowa. They do have some tight ends, though, give you trouble, but – I love Mississippi State's defense and team speed in this game. And Fitzgerald in his last game won't be denied. Mississippi State covers the spread. Citrus Bowl, 14th-ranked Kentucky at 9-3, 12th-ranked Penn State, the only team ranked in the top 12 not going to the New Year Six, at 9-3, January the 1st, 12, high noon, Camping World Stadium in Orlando on ABC. Now, this is the first one we've looked at so far that has a non-SEC team favored, Penn State favored by six, with Trace McSorley in his last game, and they've got multi-dimensionality in their offense and fast players defensively that can bottle up Snell just enough, Penn State covers the spread. Peach Bowl, 10th-ranked Florida at 9-3 against 7th-ranked Michigan, 10-2. and I don't know what the over-under is at 20. I might take the under. December the 29th, this is the start of the New Year's Six Bowls that we're going to look at featuring SEC teams. December the 29th, 11 o'clock, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta on ESPN. Michigan favored by seven and a half. I think they cover that. I actually like Dan Mullen in the coaching matchup against Jim Harbaugh here, but I like Shea Patterson in the quarterback matchup. Michigan, even though a couple of players like Devin Bush got hurt in the in the in game against Ohio State, and then Rashawn Gary's already announced he's going pro early. Their elite defensive lineman and he won't play in the game, so that'll be a knock to their defense. But Michigan still got a very good defense, and Florida has still not quite figured it out the quarterback position. I think that does amend. Michigan will cover the seven and a half. Fiesta Bowl, eleventh ranked LSU at nine and three against eighth ranked UCF at twelve and zero. Twelve perfect record so far, and perfect record for the last two years. And we're going what twenty five and zero here the last two years. And January the first, high noon, State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Used to be University of Phoenix Stadium. ESPN, LSU minus seven and a half. I think team speed wins out even without Greedy. And then there's no McKenzie Milton there. And while that freshman quarterback has played very well these last couple of games for UCF, I think that party crashes and comes to an end. And the Black Knights or the Golden Knights, the, the Knights, uh, are out. I think they finally lose a the game. They'll lose it in the Fiesta Bowl against LSU. Sugar Bowl. Fifth-ranked Georgia at 11-2 against Texas. This is the game I'm looking forward to most among the SEC besides the CFP game. Fifteenth-ranked Texas at 9-4 January 1st. 7.45 p.m. at Superdome in New Orleans. ESPN, Georgia favored by 10.5. They roll. They've got a great uh, uh, offense It's clicking right now with Fromm and a good defense that will bottle up. That will make life difficult for Sam Ellinger. He'll get some yards. He'll score some points, but that elite defense – uh, in the secondary will limit what colin johnson and lj humphrey do on the outside and i think georgia rolls and covers the 10 and a half all right college football playoff orange Bowl, number one alabama 13 and 0 fourth ranked oklahoma at 12 and 1 december the 29th seven o'clock hard rock stadium in miami on espn how about these championship semifinals and double digit favorites uh Bama favored by 14. I think the cover. You know, with Jalen Hurts, I think they cover because I don't think Oklahoma can get enough stops. Uh, Kyler's going to put up some numbers even against that Bama defense, but I do think Tua will be healthy enough to play and he'll play well against that defense, which is like air. So I think Alabama covers the spread, sets up 2.0 version here. Clemson and Alabama are 4.0. Four straight years in the college football playoff, Bama will have played Clemson because Clemson will beat Notre Dame. Now, Clemson in the Cotton Bowl, second-ranked Tigers 13-0 against number three Notre Dame at 12-0. December the 29th, 3 o'clock AT&T Stadium in Arlington where the Cowboys play Jerry World, ESPN. <coughs> Clemson favored by 11. Notre Dame plays things really close. They play a lot of close games, and they're tough, and they're experienced, and they're very, very sound fundamentally. And that is a super-talented freshman and Trevor Lawrence, but a freshman quarterback in the playoff. In that venue, and he'll rise up, maybe throw 400, and, and they'll just roll, or he might make some mistakes in that atmosphere with all that importance uh, of that game. I think Notre Dame in the points, but Clemson wins the game. It's where I'm going there. Notre Dame and the points with Clemson minus 11 don't think they cover that. As for the A&M game, I've got a 34-24 number on it. I think A&M wins this game by 10. A&M wins and covers the spread because A&M can stand a better chance of keeping the Wolfpack one-dimensional on offense. <clears throat> when A&M has the ball, uh, Travion Williams stands a real chance to have a huge game, even against a very good run defense. And Kellen Mond should be able to throw all day against a defense ranked 120th against the pass and is without their best player in Jermaine Pratt, who gets to the quarterback, puts pressure on the quarterback, and stops the run, forces you in third longs. You know, I just think that's a huge benefit to AM with their team captain, the linebacker, not playing in this game. And then AM has had great success all year shutting down good running backs. You know, Gillespie. Has had a nice year for NC State and 18 touchdowns, 1,000 yard back. Uh, but I don't think it, NC State should be any exception in terms of what a&m's done in their run defense. The Pack will make some big plays in the passing game with Ryan Finley. They will. But they'll likely not be able to maintain balance throughout the course of that football game. a&m's balance offensively will allow them to control the clock and ultimately will win the game. The final score AM 34, NC State 24. Big thanks to Jimmy Wright, Trevor Knight, Justin Dunning, Cole Kublik, and our producer, Dalton Hughes. Hope you enjoy. It's going to be a heck of a bowl season. You've been listening to the Tex-Ags
5: Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network.